Hello and welcome to the Cone Podcast. Hello, welcome. How are you all doing this week, this sunny week? Well, it is a beautiful week. I think everyone is outside. I've seen lots of people chilling out on the campus mm-hmm. from my It's apartment. a good sight to see. It is really, it made me really happy just seeing yeah. people outside, yeah. people enjoying. Socializing like, again. Yeah, outside. Smiles on faces. Yes, that's very nice. Yeah. Hopefully we have lots more of that coming yes, in indeed. April, now it it's April. It is a good time now. It's yeah. the time where people are happy again because the sun is out and yeah. we can enjoy make, the outside. It makes such a difference to people's huge, like huge well-being. Last, yeah, well-being. Last, uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was our last week's topic. I think the sun is helping us out now with our well-being. Uh, you Absolutely. haven't gone out for a sunny walk, like you should. <laughs> yeah, get out there. Yeah. Forget your studies. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's exam week. Just go out for a walk. You're gonna yeah. you just, instead of taking that ten minute YouTube video, just go for a ten minute walk outside. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And today, what what's our episode, uh, Emra? Well, today we got two very special guests from one of the most special fraternity, not fraternities, associations. Associations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one that is very present always. Um, mm-hmm. It's outside. It's the LGBTQ. Association mm-hmm. of uh, Delft. Uh, and yeah, if you are gay, bisexual, or like any in any way not... Um, straight. Not straight. <laughs> <laughs> or gender, um, like cisgender, then yeah. they are the place to go and meet other people that feel similarly. Yeah, um, yeah or if you're just curious, or if you just want to have a good time, because uh, their bar is usually pretty lit. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've heard lots of good things and they're here to tell us more about what they do. And, uh, we hope you guys all take something away from it. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good episode. Uh, we asked some yeah. provoking questions, provoking questions, some personal questions, but they, they were good guests. Yes. So yeah, here they are. Hope you guys enjoy. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, Dante and Morgan. Morgan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for welcoming us. Yeah, do you, first of all, do you want to just explain the name, Morgan? Okay, yes. Um, I want to be anonymous on this podcast, so um, I can tell that I'm from TU Delft Masters, Computer Science, but then, yeah, I would like to remain anonymous. Yeah. Excellent. And Morgan is my name for you. Emery, you have what? <laughs> Um, I forgot what we settled on in the end, but Jack, 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 Jack was my name. I thought okay. you were gonna go with Alan. If you hear more than one name, oh yeah, Alan, Alan, yeah, Alan, 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 yeah. that was your name, yes. Uh, yes. Alan, and okay. Dante, you have a personal nickname? Uh, yeah, bitch, it yeah, would also bitch. work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent, cool. Excellent. So, why are you guys here? What does, well, we talk to you guys from you're from outside we can say that but like mm-hmm. what is your connection to outside um i've been in outside for around three years now uh, i've done one board year and i do a lot of committees but also i, I just love the queers around there and mm. the vibe is really nice yeah so i joined outside like one and a half year ago when i came to delft to start my master's um, I have been quite an active member. Like, of course, the bars, the bar outside is really nice. 
it has some really cheap liquor. Yes, mm. I'm just like plugging outside. Yeah, once the uh, once the uh, Corona thing is over, just come to outside, enjoy some uh, cheap alcohol. We have uh, 75 cent shots. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good deal. I mean, I guess most people know what outside is, but like. Maybe we just... Yeah, how, big, yeah, how, how big are you guys? Because what is, what is, you have your own building. Maybe we just so. say, let's clarify, what is outside and what... what uh, we yeah. are the LGBTIQ plus association in Delft, uh, mostly for youth, so people under 28. And then some people still don't know what the LGBT is, so then I say we are the gay association. Mm. Mm. But definitely it's more of an inclusive community. It's... Um, yes, of course, we have gay people, we have lesbians, and of course, we have a lot of transsexual people, people who are asexual, people who don't really know where they lie on mm. the spectrum. So they mm-hmm. just come for beers, sometimes just chat, mm. sometimes they're just questioning people who really don't know. It's like, oh, maybe I could be gay. <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, we just like... Uh, yeah. Talk about it. I was going to ask about that, actually. But uh, <laughs> but actually, yeah, I just, I mean, I think most people actually who listen to this who are students, they probably know what outside is because I, I mean, I've, I've known about it because you guys are quite present, I think, in the... Yeah, you <laughs> always <laughs> see the rainbows and yeah. all the pink shirts and yeah, stuff. Especially in like yeah. introduction week, I always see yeah. the, the yeah. outside That's what we try at yeah. least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys are like very inclusive also to say people who maybe don't, would maybe not label themselves as like part of the LGBTQ community as well? Yes, or? a lot of my uh, friends from computer science actually come to outside um, just to party hmm. or hmm. just to hang out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we do have some members who aren't LGBT but just like the vibes and yeah. the parties and gay people drag their not gay friends in there <laughs> yeah. and, and other people yeah. drag their gay friends That's why they turn to them. outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was, I was actually having a conversation with someone the other day who said they were like bi or like bi-curious. I'm mm. not sure. I think they said they were bi actually. Mm-hmm. And, but then they also said that they don't see themselves as part of like LGBT like community. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of like interesting because like yeah. I guess... I guess maybe he didn't feel like he was like. Yeah, it depends it, for the the person yeah. itself. If it, if they really kind of like the LGBT community, some people just don't really want to be labeled because mm. they are uncomfortable mm-hmm. with that, and also yeah. for themselves. <clears throat> I know um, certain people who definitely say that. Oh, I know that I am gay, but it has not really been an obstacle or anything mm. else in my life. So I've never really felt the um, necessity. To mm. express it that loudly in, in within like that community. Or, yeah, yeah. Mm. I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and how do you label yourselves, or if you're comfortable with saying? So I, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Alan. It's his personal favorite. Yeah, Alan is my personal favorite. Yes. Come on, one um, Morgan. I am bisexual or pansexual, <laughs> which basically means that I, when I like someone, I don't think about what's in their pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like the person. I just like yeah. the person. Yeah. You just know you know an attractive person when you see one. Yes. Yeah. Alan <laughs> likes attractive people. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> also a nice label. Yeah, yeah Alan likes attractive I like people. Attractive people. Yeah. I'm attracted yeah. to attractive people. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> no, I'm also pan gender and I am non binary. So I also use pronouns they them or in Dutch the deans. Anything neutral actually mm. works. Mm. So that, yeah, that's for me is a bigger part because no one actually cared for me coming out as mm. a pun gender. But mm. when people have to use my pronouns, it's 
becoming a bigger deal. You said pan gender, not pansexual. Oh, pansexual. Okay, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, no, I just wanted to clarify yeah. if that was something that I didn't know about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many labels. Yeah. <laughs> really confusing. Yeah, yeah. But you're Dutch, right? And Dante isn't really a Dutch. No, I, I. Is this like? I say it as Dante, so Dante. not that much in an Italian way, but mm-hmm. I, I like this name, so I picked it out. Oh, okay, oh, so it's not on your birth yourself. certificate. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not, no, yet. not in my birth. Okay, but. I like it. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, and also, can I ask, like, I don't know if this gets too personal, like, but like, in general, how did your, like, connection, how did you discover your connection to the LGBT community, like, or like, how did you... Mm, Basically, good, good question. Yeah, like how did you find yourself in there? Um, I think I always had kind of the vibe and the the feeling like I could not be straight. But at an age of sixteen, I liked the the, the first girl, and then I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the point. And yeah. then in my high school, uh, we. Um, discovered more and more people who weren't uh, cisgender or mm-hmm. heterosexual and we just made a big group, group bleh, whatsapp group <laughs> and, and we started to going to queer parties mm-hmm. and just having barbecue together and that was really nice that's yeah, when nice. you found the uh, community there yeah hmm. yeah what about you alan uh for me <laughs> for me alan um i've grown up in india yeah. so i started realizing when i was um, so I think for a long time, I just thought like, oh yeah, I like girls. But then I think I was in seventh or eighth grade and I'm like, oh wait, guys are cool too. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, guys are cool too. And I'm like, I cannot decide anymore. Mm. And mm. I did not know what that, so I did not know that it was a spectrum. I always thought that it was like mm. one thing or the other. Yeah. It's very confusing then, isn't it? Yeah. Especially mm. like, um, you don't know, like, am I this, am I this? Yeah. Why do we have to decide? Yeah. <laughs> why do we have to decide? Yeah. But yeah. then it was like. Also, another struggle, because uh, <coughs> when I was growing up, I realized, like, oh, wait, uh, it was really taboo in India. Of and people did not yeah. really... So, I, I think 8th grade or ninth grade is the age around which, like, kids start getting homophobic. What's the... What's Before the, that, they yeah, don't what, know what to do. Those are American terms. Yeah, what, what's ninth grade? What age? Uh, maybe, like... 13, 12? 13, 14? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they start getting homophobic, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I do get the thing with uh, that you have to make a choice. That was for me with with gender because I didn't feel like a female, but I also didn't feel like a male. Hmm. And I only discovered at an age around, I guess, nineteen twenty that there is more, more besides than one. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think in that case, uh, education is very important as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely didn't have any um, LGBTQ education in India. Uh, luckily, my sex ed was good. Yeah. And we okay. were quite uh, knowledgeable in a lot of things. Hmm. But LGBTQ aspects were not a part of it. Did you grow up in like a city or more of the countryside? A city. City, okay. Yeah. So then I guess maybe it's more progressive in the cities then already? No. Or no? So, <laughs> okay. no, just a clear now. Yeah. Uh, in India back then, uh, it was also... So when the British came, they had this law, which was basically, it was counted. I hate when so, this comes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Homosexuality was at the same level as bestiality. Hmm. And then it was like uh, punishable by life imprisonment. Whoa. Yeah. 
And then uh, no one actually went to prison mm. because you can always bribe the police. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's like okay, uh, even, handy. even now, it's right? <laughs> really easy to bribe police in India. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, they don't get paid like so. The government does not pay them properly, and then they're like, I don't want to put an innocent person in jail. Might as well take some money. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With you. Yeah. So, so basically, like, when you were growing up in India, like, when you realized you liked men... And Why am I using pseudonyms now? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's, still, uh, yeah. it's still not... Uh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And, and then, like, as you were growing up, like, did you more and more come to the realization that you were kind of being, like, prevented from, like, being able I, to express your true self, say? I think around the age of 16, I was more comfortable with uh, saying it to myself mm. that... Okay, wait, you're bisexual. Uh, I, yeah, like more refined it into being pansexual a little bit mm. later. But then I was like, okay, but now if you're saying this to yourself at 16, you have to be sure that you have to be ready for certain aspects of the society, saying yeah. that everything is not going to be easy. Yeah. And that's a little difficult when you have to say it to yourself. Yeah. When because you, have to you don't have like your parents or something. And I think back in India, you can also not uh, have a. Uh, established friend circle where you can talk about this yeah mm. so I definitely uh, I had gay friends in high school mm. and I did not know they were gay until I found them on dating apps <laughs> <laughs> of course so do you wait, wait, I know that person <laughs> in, in India as well uh, yeah, yes but they exist? look really different oh, really? so we have oh. Tinder functions the similar way but yeah. there are some other uh, apps like Grindr or some other apps which are really different because people don't have their faces everything is anonymous uh, we also have this code. You don't go to meet anyone unless you have someone's phone number, picture, and address, and what they do. Mm. And because, what they do. Yeah, because then you can like text that to your friend first. And then in case you get blackmailed later, you can yeah, manage well, things. Sure. Yeah, okay. You can manage things. Let's say that. <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> that was like a difficult like, time, though, too. And that's actually what, uh, what brings me to another point that I was going to ask, which is... Obviously, we're here in the Netherlands, which is, I mean, like the yeah, first the country, most I think, to, countries, yeah, yeah, first country to like legalize gay marriage, I think. Yeah, in the it's, world. it's almost twenty years ago now, yeah. actually. And uh, like, wow. super normalized to be gay here, or like to be non. I, I'm not sure about like how it is with uh, like being non-binary. I don't know. Maybe you can uh, shed some light on that. I think um, for now, there is announced that the first actual non-binary person will play in a movie. Okay. But that's the first. Okay, so, so there's it's not, progress. There's progress, but, but it's not, it's not yeah. that normal at yes. this point. Fair enough. But, I mean, we're still like probably in one of the most progressive countries regarding like, gender. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. yes. No. And obviously you came from a place where like we're still maybe a couple of years behind. Yes. <laughs> Um, Maybe and, even decades. And like obviously, us is like a student association with lots of international students. Like, how many of those people come from places where they surprisingly many? Person? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, of course, it being uh, TU Delft, mm. uh, a lot of TU Delft people, people around Delft, Den Haag, Rotterdam. Uh, there are a lot of people who are just from Europe, so they are European students mm. who come either from Greece, Poland, where things are still different. They're not out to there parents or things like that they have problems communicating or they are just like they want to delay coming out to them hmm. but then as you go more external to hmm. europe it becomes stories become more and more different hmm. as hmm. the radius increases uh i definitely 
Uh, so in, um, outside, we have uh, the KMG, the Kennis Market Group, which is basically the introduction group to outside for all the new members. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we sit down and we talk for like maybe an hour or something yeah. for like eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And we have like really different activities. And yeah, we were like in the international group and we heard stories from Italy, China, uh, Romania, and like things are so different with so different with uh, really tiny differences. So some places it might be okay to be, might be accepted to be queer or something, but marriage is not okay. Like some mm. places mm. parents are okay with it, mm. but uh, they'll be like, okay, we are completely fine with it and we love you, but don't be gay outside. Mm. They'll be open mm. about it now. Mm. I think we have some people who especially came to the Netherlands because we are accepting mm. yeah. for LGBT people. There are definitely a lot of people who have a lot of choices. They're like really smart, can go anywhere in the world mm. to any university and they choose TU Delft because they know that Netherlands will be a safe place to stay. Mm. Yeah. That's a source of pride here, no? Like yeah. we, can, <laughs> we can be proud that the yeah. Netherlands is Yeah, that's so really nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we take that for granted a lot, I guess. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think um, I didn't really like realize this myself also until like a bit later on that this is actually like really a progressive country at least in this respect <laughs> i mean i think there's some other aspects maybe yeah uh, no <laughs> we are really progressive and i think yeah. even when you look to only student asso- associations we have a lot of lgbt student mm. associations all over the netherlands mm. and people have different stories so you can say that it's different in the south of the netherlands and east and here is a bit more normalized mm. than in other parts, but overall we are doing really good. That's nice. Mm-hmm. How many members are in outside? Uh, we have around 150 members for outside itself. So that's mm. the youth part till 28. And then for the overall association with everyone included, we have around 250. Yeah, is it... Is it that you only have members up to age 28 so that the younger generations feel more comfortable with joining or what? Yeah, we have a one specific evening normally on Thursdays for students slash youth people so they can have a bit more of a safe space. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then on the Saturdays and Tuesdays we have, on Tuesday we have the dinner together and Saturdays is just an open gay bar yeah. for everyone. Thursday is also open for people who are not a member, so you can always come in, but you have to be under, under 28. Yeah. Yeah. No. God, so I got three more years. <laughs> <laughs> you got three good years. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess also then, um, if it's like the first time that a lot of people come here, that they can like maybe like be themselves or like maybe fully express themselves, that must be like a, quite a sexual liberation as well, right? <laughs> for a lot of people, right? <laughs> I think it can still be scary. I think oh, mm. for the first time when I came to the bar, I was still like, yeah, maybe I should not go there. Mm. It's like, I'm not sure if I want to get drunk the first time in the Netherlands and like... Uh, I was still using a Mobike. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, there are canals, <laughs> there is a Mobike, and there is a drunk Alan. <laughs> How is this going to end? Yeah, well. Yeah. But I think the first night at outside was really nice. 
Yeah, you always heard that maybe the first night, but that's always with new friend groups. The first night stepping in can be a bit scary. Scary. Yeah. You don't know what kind of people you're gonna meet, but sexually there are some people who are a bit more freely when they arrive in the Netherlands and can finally be themselves, but that's also really diverse mm. per person. Mm-hmm. Can you go into a bit more detail about your first night? I'm very interested. <laughs> ah, okay. uh, so it was during the away. Mm-hmm. And I, so actually in my IP team, so I think there's a podcast episode with Pranav, mm. who is yes. like actually my mentor. So actually yeah. I've been to this place before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, there was another mentee under Pranav. And then we both went to outside together. And yeah, we went there. I was like not comfortable going there alone. I went there with someone and it was quite a nice place. I started talking to other members and they were just like, oh yeah, it's nice that you're having fun. And yeah, then yeah, a couple uh, beers later, I was like really comfortable with the members. We were having like nice chats. We were talking about um, quantum physics with this <laughs> guy who was doing his PhD. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, now I'm in Delft. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking at a gay bar talking about quantum physics. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Then I was like, yes, where can I sign up? Where can I be a member? And then, yeah, yeah that's, how I, that's actually how um, Nick recruited me. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do as members then? Like when you're a member of outside, like what are the activities? So I am a regular bartender. Mm. I do all the late shifts. So if you are drunk really (laughs) late and then there's a guy saying like, now you need to go home, that'll be me. Responsible Um, one. Yeah, I'm the responsible one. Or the irresponsible one. (laughs) We also um, go to a lot of queer parties. So in The Hague or Utrecht or Amsterdam, uh, Pride's sister associations in the rest of the Netherlands. So also queer associations. But at outside itself, on Thursdays, we just have drinks and sometimes extra activities like at a theme night or something with a game. Can be anything, actually. Mm. When is Pride usually? Here? June. June? Okay. I would say beginning of August. Oh, never mind. But we also have a, a, a Utrecht. We have Amsterdam and Utrecht. Oh, so they're all different. It depends. Yeah. It's I June thought the Pride month was June. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was. I think I think it's different for guys. You should some know this. Cities, but more pride, more better. So. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I think I definitely went to Rotterdam Pride on September. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah, I don't think I've been to. No, neither have I. Not in this you country. Come with you us. Haven't, wait, you haven't been to Pride at all? At all. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So much of day drinking. It's amazing. Man, it's it is the an funnest day. It, it really is. You I see really like all the sights. What, the, yeah. what, what, like, what is? What makes it so good? Everyone Everyone's is happy. Happy. Yeah. yeah. It's just like yeah. It's like the world happy. is united. Yeah. That one. And, you see and everyone's everyone. naked. <laughs> <laughs> everyone with rainbows and everyone is yeah, going for colors. the same vibe. Yeah. So everyone comes and then someone plays music. Everyone joins. I really have made a lot of friends in Pride because everyone can talk to everyone because yeah. you are in. It, it feels like one big party. Mm. Yeah. A really big party. Yeah. Good, no. good time. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is Pride best in the Netherlands? Ooh. I would Dutch. say, yes. <laughs> I, I both like Utrecht and Amsterdam. Utrecht is a bit more small. So you have easier conversations mm. with everyone. And you can actually make eye contact with the people on the boat. And mm. for example, there's a... 
one boat with a football team and they literally throw the footballs to you and you can throw back and um <laughs> with amsterdam is just a bit bigger a, a lot bigger actually okay. i think there are nine ninety boats so i we don't watch them all we just mm-hmm. go for the beginning and then around boat 30 we gonna get some more wine and then we go mm-hmm. back for the last boats and go to a party but last year no last year was cancelled sadly mm. but the year before um most parties were actually already full so because it's so big it can be a bit too much mm. and i yeah. think that's why i like you track better because it's more casual like, yeah. yeah yeah more accessible place for everyone yeah. i wonder if it'll happen this year if it's august potentially right yeah i think yeah i think so yeah, you know what? All of these things are like um, these are constructs. Yeah, yeah. once mm. things open up, we can just have a party. Yeah, we every day can do pride. We are celebrating two Christmases. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, there doesn't need to be a month for it or a day for it. Just celebrate every day, right? Yeah, <laughs> if we accept it. Do you guys have anything like? What are, what are the things that you have, like, organized now? Like, I know it's, like, difficult time now, but, like, do you guys still have some stuff that you organize? We always have online activities. Okay. So, I think now we have the core board and this another committee. Um, so, basically, two committees organizing online activities. Mm. So, I'm, I being a computer scientist, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hacked the, uh, the Cards Against Humanity thing. That you actually play online. Yeah. It's actually open source. Oh, nice. So we modified it to basically have custom cards. Oh, nice. So we had custom cards which people could contribute to. <laughs> yes. So it's just a, an entire crowdsourced operation where people just like slammed each other. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah. All the gossips yeah. came out. All the gossips <laughs> came out. Dangerous. <laughs> it was really dangerous. We had to. I had to. You it was my job. Them. It was my job to censor all of them. Mm. So <laughs> I was do like, a very good job. Then. If, if someone's name appeared, I, I would have to like text them. Be like, hey, is this okay? Mm. And they'd be like, why the fuck are people saying it about me like this? <laughs> you you are the person who got all the tea. True. You had the best position. Yeah. You said you were talking about gossip. So that kind of <laughs> makes me wonder, like, how insulated in terms of, like, dating is outside? Like, is there a lot of, like, dating going on within outside? Or is it, like, more... Dante has been at outside longer. Yeah. <laughs> we, we definitely have some couples in association mm-hmm. and people who dated each other. Mm-hmm. And people who just got really drunk together. (laughs) But I also think that it's really nice when people maybe had a couple of dates and it didn't work out. That they are just like fine and Mm. chill in the association. So it doesn't become that big of a drama. Mm. That's good. I guess. (laughs) I don't know if you have a difference. No, I agree. Like most people are really cool with each other. Even Mm. if something happens... It's not really a big deal. Mm. Um, but there are definitely some pairs that we know that, like, they look at each other and we see, like, <laughs> this... The tension. The hellfire. The hellfire <laughs> in their eyes when they look at each other. Yes. That's beautiful. But, Love it, like, it. you should also visit outside just for that. Mm. Yes. Mm. Just for the other. Yes. So you guys have Cards Against Humanity. What else? Um... Yeah, would you, this is your time to promote. Yeah, you know? just yes. promote it to, to our, the non-members. We made a fake Isle Faye. So 
uh, in English, it's called a general assembly. So mm. different associations have uh, general assemblies. And we scripted a fake assembly for our association. And everyone could like submit questions. And we were pushing out ridiculous uh, things like... Um, when anyone enters the bar, they'll be checked for having vibrators in their butts. <laughs> I was like, please vote yes or no for this uh, particular motion. We made some new rules that evening. It was really nice. Yes, and they stick. Is that the yeah. rule now? Do you have to? <laughs> <get your phone? laughs> no, no one is going to pat you down. Don't worry. But we also you can walk in with anything. <laughs> we also have a lot of quizzes or uh, cocktail packages. Oh yeah. That that you can order and then the board brings them around. Or for Valentine's Valentine's Day was really cute. You could order a rose for a friend in the association. Um, also just drinks. So tonight we have a drink in Gather Town. I don't know if you know that. It's uh, Gather. Mm, it's like yeah. a, a platform used for different conferences and in. Uh, during Corona, it's just like you have different avatars and you can just move around in this virtual space. Mm. And when you get close to another avatar, it starts a I yeah. thought that was session. Yeah. Momo or something. Mono. Mono. I think they have like multiple things. Yeah, they Wonder, yeah. gather. Yeah. Ah. Now we're promoting them. Yes. And yeah, we are, super fun. We like, are also really fun. <laughs> doing some activities to include the new members a bit more because... I think we are o we are over a year now, so we have some new members, and it's really hard for them to get to know people. Mm. So we organize some special activities for that, and just having chats in smaller groups instead of putting everyone in the same big Zoom and having one conversation with like forty people or something. Yeah, yeah it might seem more formal also over a computer screen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. How and when, to you, be more... when you can walk around in Gother, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really funny. And then you walk close and when you don't want to talk to something, you just run around. Yeah, <laughs> run away from it. <laughs> like you would in real life. Depends on how many drinks you've had. <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. seen some people uh, during the normal bar nights who are just like really down with their friends and they're just like running around and dancing throughout <laughs> the bar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think the most difficult aspect is like when they go behind the bar. Hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the yeah. It's like when I'm bartending and someone is like, hey, can I come in? Yeah. <laughs> and we are for, for Easter, we are organizing an egg hunt. So even if you're not in the outside, it w would be really funny if you find an egg from, from outside in the, the city of Delft. In the outside. And then send it to us. That would be really nice. Okay. How many are there? We still have to make them, but I think oh, it will okay. be around eight. I don't know if I can say the specific number because it will be a quest. Mm. But around eight in the center, so they should be findable. They will be big. Uh -uh. Oh, that sounds like a safe and fun thing to do outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Easter. Yeah, well, our listeners might get on it now and find them. Find all oh, the no. eggs. Before the members do. <laughs> Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this might be really naive of me, but when is Easter? <laughs> I'm Indian, I'm okay. I'm I keep forgetting as well. So. Around 3rd of April. Oh, okay, thank you for the yeah, like, refresh. Yeah, I think it's 25th now, so... That, that weekend. Ne early next then week. Then we have Friday and Monday off. That, that's the most important thing. I'm working on my thesis. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always exactly... It doesn't matter. Weekends yeah. don't matter. Holidays Nothing matter. matters, yeah. Nothing matters. <laughs> so, um, 
As an international Alan or Morgan, I prefer Alan. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, how is it coming out in Delft? I think uh, for a lot of people, even in the TU, it's not always that comfortable. Um, definitely in the friend circle, you're not out to everyone. I know a lot of people from bachelors and masters who prefer if their friends don't know it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Also, it's uh, okay. Yeah, we talked about like how Netherlands is really liberal and mm. things are safe. But that's the thing with um, proportions. It's like always something can go wrong somewhere. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. of course, everyone is not that great in TU. Also, because I'm in the masters, we have a lot of international students mm. and it might not always be well received, yeah. especially yeah. when you're working in groups or when you're working True. together with professors. You might not know how the other person will receive it. Mm. Yeah. I've definitely had instances where things got a little difficult and I had to deal with things. Mm. I agree. Can you talk more about that or? Uh, so I think somewhere in the beginning of first year, I had a friend. Uh, yeah, we were working really well on certain projects. We went on till December and then we went out for like some drinks. Mm. And then he told me like, oh man, you're really cool, but I really want to tell you this. Um, at the beginning of the year, there's this another Indian student who actually said like, uh, oh, you're getting friends with him. Oh yeah, just like watch out, he's gay. And I'm like, that's firstly, it's not cool. Secondly, get your shit right. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not even gay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the thing is like, I understand that, um, okay, I can, I have more experience with Indians, mm. but then Indians do have this general tendency to gossip a lot. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna, uh, as an Indian, I'm not gonna like act over here and say like, oh, it does not exist. Indians are really nice, but uh, within the community, mm. we definitely even like gossip about each other a lot. Mm. That's a well-known <laughs> fact. <Yeah. laughs> it's just a cultural thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, like I think also me being Indian and I think I believe it's not very obvious to spot that I'm LGBT. Like no. people definitely like come to me and yeah, you know when like people will just assume you're straight and then they like just get together with you and start bashing about other people. And I'm like... <laughs> I appreciate you feel comfortable with me, but <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe like it's a good idea to call that guy a faggot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I've had like maybe different experience, like at least from my friend group, but I guess that really, yeah, your mileage very, may vary like depending on who yeah. you are yeah. surrounded with. But uh, <clears throat> I had someone in my friend group who also came out and they were very much like, I think everyone was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like, a big deal. Like, we yeah. kind of figured, like, <laughs> like, um, or like, yeah, it was like not a big deal, you know? And though it was, yeah, I mean, they're, like, I think, I guess if, if it's in like in a very international, maybe if it's people that maybe come from places where it's not super normal. And I do also remember actually from a bachelor, um, but we also had a lot of, and I was in the international crowd there and, I remember there, I think people still kind of being like saying stuff like faggot or like, you know, like not very like aware, you know, I mean, okay, good. Yeah. Like it was also swearing maybe... and then saying, oh, but I didn't mean it yeah. in a bad way. Yeah. yeah. But... yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, we are friends. It's fine amongst yeah. us. Like no yeah. homo. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Go so be so bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a shout out to a friend as well at some point who kept saying that to me and I was like, you know, 
you don't have to say that. <laughs> like, fine. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I guess also I've learned a lot, um, like, over the years, you know. I think we were all kind of raised in a... Or at least I was still raised in a homophobic society, so... Oh, yeah, same. So same, it's, definitely. like, a learning process for some people. So I think I would say also if, if you have a friend who maybe does say stuff or think does things that you might think is, like, homophobic, like, you know, say that it's wrong... But then... Oh, just to yeah. be clear, I don't yeah. tell them that they're wrong. Because I just don't tell them... So I, I just tell them like... Oh, yeah, I just don't say anything. Yeah. Because I don't want <laughs> to tell enough. them that I, I want, I'm part of the community. Because yeah. why would I? No, of course. I mean, then, I it, makes really it, like, then mm. it makes it like harder for you, obviously. Because yeah. then they're kind of attacking you in a way. Or like the person you are. But it's best when like... Um, you know certain people in your group are homophobic. Mm. And it's like if you have a group of 12 friends... Everyone knows, but like one or two people. And then it's always amazing when we're having conversations. <laughs> it's always so fun to track about like different changes. And then you know the different eye rolls and like how people are looking at each other. <laughs> you know, like things are happening. <laughs> the eye rolls. But do you, so you, you don't point out to people if they're, I mean, okay. I mean, I, to be fair, I don't think I do it always either, but like, cause it's kind of hard to obviously call out people yeah. as well. Like it's not an easy thing to do. I think with certain people yeah. after a while you stop, hmm. but like with most people, uh, it's usually like, hey, maybe you shouldn't say this because yeah. oh, we definitely have a long chat about it. Yeah. Or I have just like a really chill thing. Be like, mm. hey, actually, that person is my friend. Maybe you mm. shouldn't do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I mm. always try to say something about it. But then most of the time people say, but I didn't mean it in a bad way. Yeah, yeah exactly. But people overhearing your conversation and they just hearing faggot or homo. And then it gives a bad vibe to mm. the words and it shouldn't be a, a negative word. Yeah. So I try to say something about it, but then also some gays use it among themselves and that makes it kind of harder. <laughs> yeah. So I, I try to, to correct that as well, but yeah, I, I can't say mm. it's my opinion mm. to not swear with homo, but mm. if people who are gay really want to, yeah, what am I gonna say? Mm, yeah, mm. I think I use it sometimes. But I think my first lecture, I think one of my first lectures in TU Delft, I was like completely stunned because this guy who was with me, who was just sitting beside me, he decided to use the word faggot for a really inconsequential thing. Mm. Like we were discussing about th uh, something and he's like, oh, why are you doing this faggy shit? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> this was uh, in between, like, this was in the Ampere Hall. Mm. And that's like, one of the main lecture halls in AWE. Mm -hmm. And this guy's just like, um, hey, why are you doing that faggy shit? And I'm like, oh, wait, what did you say? And he, you know what he does? He repeats himself. I'm looking around and he definitely said it loudly and in the earshot of 10 other people. Yeah. And I'm like, is everyone okay with this? <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, at least... I remember also hearing that a lot more, like, in my bachelor. And I don't... I mean, to be fair, I was in fucking Corona most of my masters now, so I don't know, but, like... Yeah. Um, but we are definitely making a lot of gay jokes, mm. but more on the jokey side instead of just screaming faggot to each other. Mm. Yeah, we don't... Yeah, I think you we use don't gay even a lot, use right? I mean, like, you use gay in a positive way. Because I know... Yeah. I remember yeah. people also using gay as, like, oh, that's so gay, in a negative way. But then well, also we do people, it in a positive yeah, you way. Say like, yes. oh, like Just like you, so <laughs> you say bitch in a positive way. You yeah. say, hi, bitch. Yeah. And then it gives it a goof, good vibe to yeah. it. A goof vibe. A goof vibe. A goof vibe. <laughs> yeah. A goofy vibe. <word. laughs>
Yeah. Nice. So in the in the height of Corona, um, how are your dating lives? Fanta. <laughs> my <laughs> my like dating life is actually going very well. I'm almost one year together with my girlfriend. Ooh. So one year, that's long. Yeah, but it was a perfect so timing. Wait, yeah, exactly, right? I, I was a, <laughs> just before the lockdown. Yeah, we started dating in February and then lockdown came and we accidentally spent a weekend together because she's she's from from Amsterdam, so mm. we wouldn't travel just to have dinner together so we had some more time and it was really nice and we got to know each other very well so that was perfect timing for me and it's really nice but it is hard to go on really fun dates because we walk a lot and we cook a lot but then so sick of walking we have yeah. doing, <laughs> I've been doing that for a year now so yeah. Yeah. I have to go Can't on one go. more walk <laughs> So Actually, yeah. we are trying to come up with some more fun ideas and sometimes I'm asking friends with hello do you have inspiration for a good date and then they also <laughs> say oh just go for a walk <laughs> yes <laughs> we're doing this for a year <laughs> yeah yeah can't okay, wait to get out in the real world you know no. have a real I day stop going for walks uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean to be honest it's bad because I don't really leave the house anymore but also yeah, cooking in the beginning it was nice and we had more time to try out different stuff and now I'm like no I just want my basic shit and go out for parties I'm I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Soon enough, guys, soon enough. How is your dating oh, life? My dating life. Alan, yeah, oh. tell us about your dating life. Uh I'm strictly sticking to the friends with benefits principle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Casual. Yes. Mm. So single. Yeah, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> in a way, yeah. I think um, I definitely want to see people, but I I live with 10 people. Mm. I live in a house of 10 people. I All of us are international master's students. Mm. I definitely don't want to do anything which puts their time at risk, their life at risk. Mm. I do not want to do anything which would put the other academic communities... Mm. Uh, life at risk yeah, so sweet yes <laughs> so i basically have nah fuck them <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. don't fuck your housemates no i don't like that no i don't like fucking housemates no no no, no that's a no, common but i think rule. i'm um, primarily saying two parties right now mm. so one is like a couple in ricewijk and a couple is, yeah and then nice. there's was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then there's this one individual in uh, near Rotterdam. Yeah. One individual. One individual. Yes. Nice. One couple and one individual. Oh, no, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of dating apps, do you splash there anywhere? Yeah, which which what's Grindr, your preference? Tinder, Hinge, Instagram. Instagram is a really good. Ah, yeah, I've heard this. I've heard this as well. <laughs> no Instagram is a really good dating app. Instagram. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't really. Are you old, Dante? Are you not understanding? Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> use Instagram, Instagram for dating, but I. Also you know when someone randomly follows you and slides yeah. into your DMs. But I never like free use pictures and then sends a message. <laughs> like uh, likes four plus pictures. Or four plus. Four plus. Okay. Then slides into your DM and be like, "Hey, hi." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. Boom. Yeah. Is that Done. Couple? <laughs> no, that is grinder. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I definitely, um, one of the 
basic things with Grindr for me right now is definitely asking people if they are distancing. Mm. Of course, you chat with people and a lot of people are right now during Corona just there for talking, which is also nice. Mm. But it's definitely important for me to be like, okay, are you distancing well? It's like, okay, then why are you distancing? A lot of people like um, either have to do a job have a partner and don't want to risk themselves. I uh, want to see their parents. Mm. Uh, some people are interacting with kids. And because in the Netherlands right now, uh, the schools are opening up. They don't want their school to be shut down because one class got infected. Mm-hmm. So people have different reasons for de- uh, being safe. Yeah. And as long as we all work together and at least Make it try, yeah. at least try really well to be safe. Mm. That's a really good effort. Talking about safety, there's also sexual safety, I guess. <laughs> and uh, like, do you know about like sexual health stuff within like what you what where students can go if they want to like get tested or something like this? I think you know more about this. Free tests, yeah. Netherlands has free tests, so um, you only can. Only for men, right? Yes, only for men, mm. uh, because um, uh, statistically, yeah, men having sex with men mm. is um, risk. more risky. Mm. So transmission of more diverse diseases mm. so more in quantity and in variety mm. so i think i have i had my experience with gp where it's like if you tell them like um, i told my gp is like uh, oh i might have want to have an std test and he basically goes and says like oh you're like a tudor student right oh you don't need to worry about this mm. What, really? Oh, like... <laughs> oh, when you're at what? DUDAL Computer Science Indian Institute. Oh, you don't need to worry about it. It's like, maybe do it once a year if you want to. Oh, and I'm wow. like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm also oh bisexual. And he's like, oh, then you need to do it every three months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and then it's like... Uh, then he again asks, okay, fine, how frequently do you do it? And uh, I'm like... Uh, um, okay, back then, maybe like once in two months. And then he's like, uh, okay, definitely uh, do it every three months. Mm. And then the idea is like, um, you can go in either... Den Haag, where you can book an appointment at the CSG, Centrum Sexuele Gesundheit. Mm. And then you can book two appointments in a year, which are free. So you get a counsel and a complete uh, STD check. You can also do it at Mantot Man, which is basically you also... Man to man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man to man. It's a mantotman.nl. And you can register online. Their facilities are not active right now. Mm. So right now what you get is you uh, get an email and once it has a barcode and everything, you can go to Renir de Graaf in Delft, which is like the local hospital. Mm. You can go there, scan it, they take your blood uh, and other tests, stool, urine, poop. <laughs> poop. <laughs> and poop. <laughs> yeah. Poop is important people. for men having sex with men. Uh, poop is important. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. um, <laughs> let's not get into that. I'm happy to talk about poop all day, Tom. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, then definitely you can get like four tests a year, like from uh, like two from each of the organizations, uh, free okay. a year, and then. <laughs> so you max it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I personally don't engage in with sex in that many different people, mm. so I limit myself to twice a year. Mm. Yeah. Fair. But if someone's like very active, they can like... They yeah, can so they definitely have resources in the Netherlands where they can ensure that they're always safe. Mm. Of course, uh, it's always recommended to use a condom if you feel like you're at a higher risk for HIV. Mm. Maybe ask your doctor about PrEP. Mm. Uh, then your doctor can think about what your situation mm. is and if you actually require it, 
and yeah they're like there's in the netherlands you can really do so much which would be like taboo in other countries or it's like even if you go for an std test somewhere else like in india as uh, i went uh, before coming to the netherlands i wanted to do, do an std panel just being like okay when i go to the netherlands before flying that i'm safe because i had my vaccination and everything and i'm like okay i should also do this because i'm responsible hmm. i went there and uh, they look at me and then they're like okay what do you want to do and i'm like uh, this 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 they're like okay why <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i don't think i need to answer that yeah. but then they're like okay maybe because you don't have a prescription you should talk to the in-house doctor that mm. the pharmacist had mm. or sorry the diagnostic center had mm. and yeah i talked to him and uh, he's like okay so what's your sexual frequency and everything and i was just like i was lucky i just said like oh there's nothing like that like no one told me i i'm just like flying to another country and just want to know that i'm safe before mm. traveling and then you're like oh then i don't need to know anything mm. fair enough so i was lucky you but otherwise they, really... they can ask and mm. you might get a little uncomfortable yeah fair enough for women it's not as important i guess the sexual or is it also i mean i guess you're supposed to use dental dams or like i don't know i don't know how it Where is do you get women. dental dams do, yeah here. i've no idea i've only heard this word i never actually like <laughs> Like how do you know? I wouldn't. I think <laughs> people you can also cut up a condom to oh, to wow. make don't one. don't say this. Don't tell the general public this. <laughs> yeah. But people I, don't cut up condoms. Yeah. I think it's more like people don't actually do it. People know it's an option, but mm. I, I've never seen someone mm. use it. Mm. But the risk is also just a lot lower, right? Or I don't know. What is the good question? I don't I know. Actually, maybe the, I maybe actually we should all know it better. I don't know. <laughs> I think with uh, all the medication and everything today, as long as you get tested frequently for, if you know that you are sexually active, if mm. you are a man or a woman, or it doesn't matter. If you just get tested more often, you know that you are sexually active. Even in the worst case, if you have HIV, if you catch it early, you can be put on antiretroviral viral treatments mm. and. there is a high possibility that they work hmm. but i remember Good. we like in the introduction okay this might be a worse thing to say i don't know man uh, but we can always cut it out <laughs> say it and we'll we'll decide afterwards um, and also we also have once a year or once in two years have um Don't std tests at outside just to make people comfortable with mm. trying it out and doing one for the first time and i remember that they only took men's and i i don't know why they weren't prepared or i don't know but what did they test for at stds mm. okay. i think for men they test for um blood so usually syphilis gonorrhea uh so and then urine the throat swab and like uh, an anal swab Mm-hmm. um i think the point of these tests is that they know that men are more of a risk group mm. because of either anal penetration or just like things going into other things <laughs> <laughs> that's the entire yeah. yeah so just statistically just because of that mm. and you will also see that a lot of these free tests that i'm talking about they're only targeted towards these and a lot of women mm. actually have to pay for uh Yeah. If they want to get an STD test, yeah. and we already have to pay for the pill, that doesn't yeah. make sense. You don't need the pill. You have a girlfriend. True. Don't have to worry about contraception. Yeah. Then. That's true. Like I guess also, 
probably wouldn't be able to get a free SAT test of Mengen. It seems a bit of unfair. Course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess maybe if the risk is a bit different, I don't know. I, I don't uh, really have a strong opinion. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion either. <laughs> but in general, you, you can say you're outside, you're very, like you in general are very sex positive and like very much. Mm. Everyone can talk about it quite openly mm. and I think it's really a really comfortable place to ask, also ask questions if you don't mm. know things and no one will be weird about it. Mm. Mm. I think we're just open about a lot of things because. Yeah, as I said before at the beginning of the podcast, like LGBTQ is not just like, oh, gay people getting together. Mm. It's definitely like everyone has their own story, their own problems. And yeah, most people, yeah, (laughs) most people just feel like, oh, they don't have someone like them whom they can talk to. And outside is definitely a place where people with really different opinions, people with really different understanding or perception of the world can just come and talk about really, really different things. Yeah, I think it's also important to know that at outside, yeah, we are a queer community, but we also just have our a usual student association who have normal drinks and is not about being gay all the time. Yeah, we have a lot of computer science gays. Yeah, <laughs> we, we talk about a lot of nerd shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quantum physics. I'm yes, quantum trying physics to well. introduce more creative gays. <laughs> well, are you succeeding? For our listeners, if you want to join, then. Go join, like, Go what join. are you waiting yes. for? If you're curious or just want to see, be part of it. If you know that you're community. gay or yeah. if you, like, just want to Just go to the site, sign up or or do uh, introduction group or even ask for a bar body. That's someone bar who body. can introduce you to the, the most cool people in the association. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and hopefully we can uh, all party for Pride in the summer. But yes, yeah, yes. Fingers crossed. looking forward to that. <laughs> okay, so we're running out of time because you have to go home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks You've been great. Yeah, thanks for Thank having you for us. us. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. That's a wrap. Legends of TU Delft. So, uh, Tom, you brought us legends for this week. Yes, thank you, Emre. Um, yeah, so I live in the in the center of Delft, like super close to to the old church. And they've got like a bunch of like, you know, the little canals, which last week were frozen, people falling in them, people drowning, all that stuff. Anyway, last year in the July of summer last year, (laughs) (laughs) um, I woke up in the morning, I was going for my daily walk at 6am and I noticed a pink limousine like caught on one of the, on one of the bridges. Like the chassis is literally like on the, on the bridge and the wheels, the tires are not touching the ground. Oh wow, that sounds crazy! How isn't, it, this? isn't it crazy? <laughs> isn't it crazy, Amre? <laughs> it's crazy, Tom, that they actually had like a limousine stuck there, and like, yeah. why would they were even thinking of driving through that? Through yeah, those? I don't know. Like, I think uh, I don't know. My girlfriend Delilah was saying that maybe it's a maybe it's a graduation or something, but uh, yeah. but we don't we, we don't really know. We don't know. We don't know why. That's why um, it's a that's why it's a legend of you, mm, That was a legend. That was a good legend. Thank you, Tom. That was a very good legend. Yeah, thanks, um, um, So, you've been listening to the Com podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so you've been listening to the Com podcast. Look after yourselves and have a good week. And see you next time on, on the, the Cone. cone.